What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens played the clock and spilled? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from a listener named Divyansh. Hello, Eric. I'm Divyansh from Delhi. I am eight years old, and my what-if question is as follows. You go to your room and open your closet and find a skeleton in it. You open another closet and find another skeleton in it. What if every closet in What If World has a skeleton in it? That's my What If question. Bye! Thank you so much. I love how you really walked us through that question. You got my imagination going already. Now we've got another question from patrons Ethan, Matthew, and Cassidy. But I think I'd rather play that at the end. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Eric. Hey, Fred. I just wanted to give a shout-out to Helena from London, Ontario. She really likes space. And I would like to give a shout-out to Helena's grandfather, Marcelo M. Malta, a fan of tall tales, churrascos, and surfing. That is very nice to share your shout-out. It is I, Cthunder. The extra evil Cthuncle from Alternia? I like to think of Cthuncle as the less evil Cthunder. Okay. I am here to shout out Matthias. He's seven, loves snakes, and is from Portland, Oregon. I got another shout out for Natalie, who's six and loves yoga and marbles. And I, Cthuncle, not to be confused with Cthunder, have a shout-out for Eldin, who's eight years old, loves Legos, and hopes to visit the Lego headquarters in Denmark someday. Oh, I hope he does get to do that. Don't horn in on my shout-out, Cthunder. Okay. And one last shout-out for Oliver H. He loves Mario and Wild Kratz, and wants to share his shout-out with Althea Drew and Emily. Very nice shoutouts. Now let's find out. What if every closet in What If World had a skeleton in it? Plus a secret question that I bet you'll figure out. But first, let's take a quick break. It was nighttime in What If World, in the month of Spooktober. I, I didn't realize they had different names for months until now, but, but that's what Mama Jamma's calendar says. Oh, I love a good Spooktober celebration. I'm gonna get all the spookiest decorations out of our closet. But when Mama Jamma opened the closet... Unicorn. Oh, great. She'd just seen a skeleton in there. Now, if you've listened to episode three, what if we moved into a spooky, scary house? You'd know that the Jamaloo family has some experience with skeletons in the closet. 
Papalo! We got some skeletons in the closet again. What is this? Episode 3? What if we moved into a spooky, scary house? No, it isn't. It's episode 180. What if every closet in What If World had a, uh, well, a skeleton in it, yeah. Well, see what it wants. And Mama Gemma, exasperated, opened the door again. Unicorn or dragon? It's asking me unicorn or dragon. Is it giving any context? No, it's just asking me unicorn or dragon. Meanwhile, in Randall Radbot's apartment, Randall was searching around for some spare batteries when he opened his closet door. Unicorn or dragon? You beep startled me. Unicorn or dragon? What are you asking? Like, which is radder? Unicorn? Well, that's a really complicated question you're asking there, bud. See, we can currently only measure radness down to the nearest nanorad, which is, of course, one billionth of a unit of radness. Now, I've been working on a radometer that could theoretically pinpoint radness down to the yuctorad. <laughs> which I personally think is like six yodorads. Oh, dragon. Also, meanwhile... I think you mean meanwhile uh, I, I I don't, Abigus. Okay, Mr. Narrator. Uh, I don't need you to narrate what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, but how else will they know? I'm gonna narrate it myself, said Abacus, as he went to his closet to look for some wand varnish. Unicorn or dragon... Oh, Mr. Eric, why did you tell me there was going to be a spelling in a minute? A spelling in a skeleton. Abacus <laughs> appeared to be afraid of Abacus appeared to be afraid of the skeleton in his closet. There I said it. And everyone, everywhere, throughout What If World, who had a closet of any kind, found a skeleton in there, asking them the same question over and over and over again until they all felt like they had no choice but to answer. Well, if I'm getting one of these, I suppose I'd prefer a dragon. It would really help with my morning commute. <laughs> what, what, why is this dragon the size of my pinky finger? How am I going to get to work on that dragon? Oh, but it's so cute. So in summary, all creatures are of equal potential radness. A unicorn or dragon. Which is why my answer to the question is dragicorn. <laughs> and a creature with the face of a dragon, the mane of a unicorn, feathered wings, and hooves at the end of its scaly legs, called out. In confusion. What happened to me? I am neither dragon nor unicorn. This is the least rad thing to ever happen. Well, that's all a matter of per beep boop perspective. Oh, skeleton, just, just get out of my closet. Unicorn or dragon. Unicorn, unicorn, don't go away. <laughs> you have chosen well, Abacus. Said the wizard's unicorn. 
I have the power to make inanimate objects into nearly edible jerky. You said nearly edible jerky. Nearly edible indeed. Uh, I'm all set on jerky. Oh, uh, uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know where to go from here either. Finally, we see Fred in the what house, literally swimming in sticks. Yadadi, yadada. Oh, stick dragon. More sticks, please. Whatever you say, president. And she used her dragon breath of sticks to fill the what house a little bit higher. Oh, I know it's election season soon, and everyone's just gonna love their surprise pet. Indeed, you must be correct, for you have said that several times, and I don't know any better. I'm just gonna turn on the TV and soak up the log lines. Best president ever. <laughs> Papaloo's those here, said Papaloo on the TV screen. Waiting for someone to turn on the TV so that I could say, President Fred is perhaps the worst president ever. That can't be. For those wondering whether or not this can be, it can be, and in fact is. He was reporting live from New What City, <laughs> where unicorns and dragons were running amok. <laughs> Well, apparently, Fred the dog thought it'd be a bright idea to give everyone a skeleton in their closet that badgered them with a question until they accidentally summoned a unicorn or dragon into their house. I was supposed to be like a fun pet for everyone. While some were eager to be fun pets for everyone. How did he keep doing that? Others didn't have any room to live, or people who were able to feed them or take care of them. Hence the chaos you see before you. Unicorns and dragons, we must declare war on humanity. And it appears one half dragon, half unicorn is threatening to destroy what if world. Pretty much right on time for this point in the story. Free yourself from the shackles of pethood. Use your overwhelming magical powers to uh, overwhelm. Fred flicked off the TV with his tongue. Oh, sticks. More sticks! Lovely! Said the stick dragon, and breathed out so many that Fred was now up to the ceiling in a sea of sticks. Ah, uh, this isn't really a good time, whoever's at the door. But Mama Jamma opened the door anyway. And thousands of sticks poured out. They would have knocked her over if Abacus hadn't cast a quick spell from behind her. Fred the dog. Nothing. We didn't even ask a bit boop question yet, pup. Randall Radbot was there too. How'd everyone know it was me? Observamentary, my dear Fred. Well, I knew there was something magic afoot. So I went to my kid's teacher, and on the way I found Randall being chased down by an angry dragicorn. I'd observed the bones of the skeleton in my closet and found them to have tiny tooth marks. Well, that doesn't prove nothing. I'm missing most of my teeth. And also gum marks. Oh, no! 
and my unicorn, as well as many others, had the power to transform things into other chewy kinds of things. I could turn feet into squeak toys, said a tiny unicorn who'd slipped under the door. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Oh no, I just wanted to make people happy. I thought this would be my crowning achievement. Did someone say more sticks? No, I said achievement. When I hear words I don't understand, I assume you mean sticks. An achievement when you, like, reach a goal or... Oh, forget it. Fred, I know you were trying to help, but you didn't think this through, did ya? I did think it through. My stick dragon has been the best thing to ever happen to me. Pipra, your path to happiness might not be the same as everyone else's. And you've got to consider the wider ramifications of but your did action. someone say sticks? Consequences. Is that better? Uh, ramifications? Well, like, where can they all live? How are they all going to get food? What if someone doesn't want a dragon, a unicorn? Or a spooky skeleton in their closet? Who wouldn't want a skeleton in their closet? You got to chew on the bones anytime. Oop. Most people don't chew on skeletons. I find that hard to believe. It's not about what you believe. It's about how your actions affect other people. Plus, those unicorns just keep going in the street. No problem, it tastes like candy. <laughs> who's going to confirm that theory? Yeah, but it's more of a problem with texture. <laughs> I would assume if I or someone I knew has ever... And no one has, because why would you? She's wrapped mine up in foil for later. Okay. The fact is, Fred, you haven't made people happy. No, just give it time. Some unicorn powers and some dragon breasts will just sort of cancel each other out. Then everyone's gonna be happy. Yo. Mamma Jamma opened the door to the what house. The scene of chaos had spread all the way from New What City to the forest surrounding the what house. All hail the Dragon Corn! Only our people shall remain on this planet! Yes, just us and the jerky. Only Dragon Corns! Plus a small amount of jerky. Awesome. You guys, I've been trying hard at this president thing. But I'm an old dog. I never wanted to lead What If World. I just wanted to help people out one-on-one sometimes. And then get a lot of naps and a lot of sticks. More sticks on the double. I know this is going to come as a shocking revelation, but you don't want to be president anymore. Oh, I guess it's not that shocking then. Fred, you have learned an important lesson about yourself. Yeah, if this president stuff was bumming you out, why'd you keep it up for so long? I was just trying to make people happy. And you did a great job there for... You know, a while. When when did he do a great job? Just... Uh, yes, I mean, of course, of course. And you have 
great empathy, a hallmark of any good leader. Why, thanks. I just hope the next president's up to the job. It's a lot of work. Oh, well, who's gonna be the next president? I don't know. Someone is smart and nice and stuff? Oh, and works hard too. That's a good one. Basically, anybody except me. Uh, to be fair, most world leaders are not 12-year-old dogs. Really? Fascinating. Stickinating indeed. We've really got to work on her vocabulary. Yeah, I think so too. The end. Well, Divyanch, Ethan, Matthew, and Cassidy, I hope you enjoyed your story. And let's play our patron question for you now. Hi, Mr. Eric. My name's Ethan. My name's Matthew. My name's Cassidy. And our what if question is, what if everyone had a pet dragon or unicorn? And what if Fred the dog had a dragon that could breathe out sticks? And we love Fred the dog. Thank you. Bye. Well, there you have it. Now, I'm wondering, who do you think? would make a really good president of What If World. Not just a fun one, but someone who could make a difference for the better. You can email us at whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com, write us on Instagram or Facebook at whatifworldpodcast, or Twitter at whatifworldpod. You can even call in your vote at 205-605-WHAT. Folks at home, we just started a new monthly release on Patreon. What is Wiz? A show where Abacus interviews real-life people to teach kids and families about what is world. And patrons at any level get ad-free episodes released early, a shout-out on the show, and a better chance of having their question answered. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home searching for the path that brings you joy, even if it isn't always easy. Until we meet again, keep wondering.